Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the bruce Hooley show podcast is brought to you by hemispherecoffeeroasters.com creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time good coffee doing good learn more at hemispherecoffeeroasters.com Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Alan Rogers, uh, flying co-pilot today. I Joe forgot Biden. to turn on your light. You did? No, I got my light on. We're good. Uh, uh, Joe Biden at the White House today uh, confirmed what has been forced to do by <laughs> Congress and by the opinion of the American public. Shut down imports from Russia of oil. Now, this is a crippling blow to the Russian economy, which would have been maybe, I don't know, a useful tool back when we were talking about having sanctions that would cripple the Russian economy. Uh, But, of course, Biden is trying to do this thing where he just only sort of half screws up some things and then screws everything else up all the way. Southern border, screw that up all the way. Afghanistan, screw that up all the way. Our image in the international community, screw that up all the way. Gas prices, screw that up only part way because people are funny about paying Lots of money for gas might hurt me in the midterms. So he held off on the Russian oil. Uh, but now he's been forced to you know, do what he always does, which is follow. Another word they use is lead from behind. Lead, leading from behind is following. So he's following the political polls, doing what he's been forced to do. Gas is now at record levels. And we have surpassed the record $4.10 per gallon average nationwide. We're now over that. And he says it's going to keep going higher. Keep going higher. Which makes me miss this guy. I just have to say, the gas is too damn high. Look at this, four eighty nine. It's a disgusting thing. I miss it when the gas used to be low. You know, it used to be so low, lower than fake news, CNN's ratings, or AOC's IQ. Now the gas is high, higher than Jerry Nadler's pants or Hunter Biden after a night on the town. Sleepy Joe, he could do it. You know, he could unleash American energy, but he'd rather talk to Venezuela. And Iran, he'd rather negotiate with communists and terrorists instead of negotiating with hard-working Americans. It's a disgrace what's happening. The gas is too damn high, but it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't have to be. He's so mean. Uh, that was not Donald Trump. That was uh, Captain Deplorable. He's a good follow on Twitter. His impression is spot on, and his opinion is spot on. So... This will wreak havoc with our economy. What is the Dow doing? Well, the Dow was down. Now the Dow is up. But boy, was it ever down yesterday. Uh, The Dow Jones yesterday fell 800 points. That's because crude oil climbed over $125 a barrel. That is the biggest drop in the Dow since 2008, which coincidentally was the last time gas prices were this high. And the uh, losses are expected to continue. I don't get into, like, how many trillion dollars of wealth was lost yesterday because it's really kind of a paper number. But the amount of losses yesterday of the Dow 
uh, indicated a uh, 10% drop from recent highs, which is a market correction. And that is the first time we have had a market correction since February 7th, 2020. Okay? So the NASDAQ was also down. This is the first time that all three indexes have fallen in three consecutive months since 2008. Now, economic analysts look at this and say that this ban on Russian oil will cause the losses to mount. Houston-based analyst Andrew Lipow of Lipow Oil and Associates says a complete ban on Russian exports will lead to $150 per barrel oil. Uh, Bank of America predicts that banning Russian oil will cause a $5 million barrel per day shortfall, causing crude to hit $200 a barrel. Wait a minute. Didn't Peppermint Patty tell us that oil production in the United States has increased? Yes. Uh, Jen Psaki says that, and this is Biden keeps saying this too, this is their lie, okay? Oil production last year, so they were on the job last year, was higher than it was in the first year of the previous president. They say that. Listen for that. Set your clock by it. They're going to continue saying that because it is a useful fact that tells you nothing. It does tell you that the oil production in their first year was higher than the first year under President Trump. But when would be the year you would want to compare oil production under Biden to oil production under Trump? Would it be the first year or would it be the last year when we were energy independent? You see, when Donald Trump inherited the policies of Barack Obama, we were not energy independent. And Donald Trump began deregulating and taking off the cuffs of the oil industry because he was not enslaved to the green energy people like Barack Obama was, like Joe Biden is. And so when they tell you, well, we're producing more oil now than they did in the first year of Donald Trump, what they're really telling you is we're producing more oil than we did in the last year under Barack Obama. And they're only doing that through gritted teeth. A third analyst, J.P. Morgan, says oil could reach $185 a barrel. What is it right now? It's $120 a barrel right now. So if it goes up another... 50%, gas will be $6 a gallon. At $6 a gallon, I've I've never really believed we could have in this country, because we have a respect for the rule of law, I never really believed that in this country we could have um, an attempted coup of the government. But at $6 a gallon gas, while it will not go from $4 to $6 overnight, and that would be a rapid increase, and that would, I think, prompt people to do very irrational things, I do think that if it incrementally, 20 cents a day, even 20 cents a week, climbs to $6 a gallon, we are going to see increasingly unhinged behavior by people who are pushed to the brink of, if not over the brink of, economic desperation by how this will show up 
not just at the pump, but in the grocery store, everywhere. As much as they want to talk about green energy and all this, we are decades away, decades away from green energy replacing conventional fossil fuel energy. We are an economy built upon fossil fuel energy. We heat our homes with it. We travel with it. We bring items to market with it. Our economy runs on it. And again, I don't think they're so stupid to believe that, well, first of all, I don't believe they're so stupid that Jen Psaki actually believes uh, what she told Peter Ducey at the White House yesterday. And it sounds like you guys are blaming Putin for the increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway? The increase in the anticipated continued increase, which is, I think, what some of your colleagues were asking about, that that is a, a direct result of uh, the invasion of Ukraine. And also there was an anticipation of that uh, that, was, that uh, was, uh, was factored in as gas prices have gone up. Every time she stammers, you know she's lying. Every time she stammers, you know she's lying. Now, this is Stephen Colbert last night on his television show. This is the real belief that they have. Saki said yesterday, Ducey asked her at one point yesterday, he said, you ever think about, like, reopening the Keystone XL pipeline? And she's like, he's like, well, she's like, well, you know, we need green energy. And he said, do you really think it'd be quicker to convert to green energy than it would be to open the Keystone XL pipeline and start bringing oil down from Canada and from places in the West? And she said, yeah, yeah, I do believe that. They don't believe that. They don't care. It's not that they're that stupid. It's that they think you and I are that stupid. Listen to Stephen Colbert's justification. Now, he's one of the elite, okay? You say, why are you playing a comedian? Guy's a dope. He is dope. He makes $16 million a year. His net worth is $75 million. He doesn't care if gas is $4 a gallon. He doesn't care if gas is $40 a gallon. It doesn't touch his life. It doesn't touch Jen Psaki's life. It doesn't touch Joe Biden's life. It touches your life. It touches my life. Listen to this condescending allowance for gasoline being unneedlessly, outrageously high. Tell you what, I will never complain about a destination wedding again. Russia has been hit with a series of crippling sanctions, and it looks like there's more to come because the U.S. and its European allies are now discussing banning imports of Russian oil. Take that, Putin. We're not going to buy our gas from a war criminal. We're going to buy it from the good guys, Saudi Arabia. (laughs) But it's going to cost. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. It's important. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. There you go. That's it right there. He'll pay $15 a gallon for the, I don't even know, does a Tesla like the BMW hybrid, which is, takes a, you need a little bit of gas just as a backstop. The BMW electric car had like enough gas in it to go like 60 miles. 
No, Tesla's full electric. Full electric. Yeah. But he doesn't care what gas. He told you, I don't care what it goes to because I drive a Tesla. He can afford to drive a Tesla. He can what, afford that. Well, that's a stupid statement. I don't care if it's $15 a well, gallon. Well, he doesn't have to buy it. He Again, he I, doesn't care if it goes to $15 <laughs> a gallon because he doesn't have to buy it, and he has no plans to buy it because he owns a Tesla. He can afford to own a Tesla. I'd love to own a Tesla, but you know what Tesla doesn't make? Tesla doesn't make a pickup truck. And a lot of people who work need a pickup truck. You can't throw your tools. You can't throw a bale of hay. You can't throw food for your animals on the farm in the back of a Prius. Chevy and Ford are coming out with EVs. Yeah, great. Well, what's that truck cost? Because a new pickup truck with any kind of anything on it, you can't get for less than $50,000. Oh, yeah. A new pickup truck. You want an EV? I'm guessing eighty, eighty-five thousand. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So again, the simplistic explanations are not because they don't understand how simplistic they are. It's because they assume you and I are that simplistic. Joe Biden today forced to stop importing oil from Russia. Indeed, will says it'll lead to higher prices at the pump. Get ready for the lie. They're going to tell you that the gas is over record levels because of Vladimir Putin. It's not because of Joe Biden. It's not because of Greta Thunberg. It's not because of AOC. It's not because of the Green Lobby. It's because of the evil Vladimir Putin. Don't be dumb enough to fall for it. Gas prices were already skyrocketing before Vladimir Putin. This hasn't helped, but the Republicans are getting nowhere with their insistence that we start doing what we were doing under Donald Trump, and that is produce all the energy that we can domestically. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, Transportation Secretary, says this gas price problem would go away if we just make use of all the great electric vehicles that we're incentivizing. Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. Ah, we can all benefit. Yes, we can all benefit. Uh, Jim Jordan, he's convinced. Sounds to me like he's convinced. Tell that to the farmers and the people in western Ohio and the country who, who, you know, drive pickup trucks everywhere, for goodness sake. That's what the left always misses. They think everything's about this elite atmosphere and the big cities on the coast, and they forget about middle America that actually works and makes things happen every day. Yes, they do. So, wait, here's Joe Biden. He feels your pain. He's at the podium today. He's announcing this Russian oil ban. And he's telling you uh, it's it's going to show up. You are going to feel it. Since Putin began his military buildup on Ukrainian borders, just since then, the price of the gas at the pump in America went up 75 cents. And with this action, it's going to go up further. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. No, you're not. You're not going to open federal lands for drilling. You're not going to restart the Keystone XL pipeline, which would, it's not open, it's not ready to transport oil, but it was a promise to the oil industry that we were going to maximize our oil production. So when you break that promise, when you change the game, when you show your clear disdain for doing things here that you would prefer are done elsewhere, whether it's Russia, whether it's Saudi Arabia, whether it's Venezuela, or whether it's Iran. Um, Why would oil companies feel good 
about sinking the money into investing in domestic oil production. Our number is 844-TALK-989. Doug in Columbus called it. He is on the answer. Hi, Doug. Hey, hello. I was just calling to let you know or bring it to your attention that uh, they get rebates when they buy these Teslas. Are they forfeiting those rebates when they buy them? Or those rebates come from us, right? Uh, those rebates, yes, would be tax rebates, of course. I don't think they make a Tesla as affordable as it would make a regular vehicle. Um, but they're trying to get people to buy them. I understand that. But isn't it interesting, though, whenever Joe Biden announces a federal program to benefit the production of electric cars, do you ever notice who benefits and who doesn't? Ford and GM benefit. Tesla never does. Tesla is the largest producer of all electric vehicles in the country. Their technology is ahead of everybody else. Everybody's playing catch-up to Elon Musk. Why do Tesla workers never get the federal boost? Why does the Tesla corporation never get the federal boost? Because Elon Musk doesn't run a union shop. And the Biden administration could say they're prioritizing electric vehicles. If I were going to prioritize electric vehicles, if I were going to give a bunch of federal money to a manufacturer to try to incentivize them to make their cars cheaper... Why wouldn't I do it with the people who are making the very best electric cars? Not only the best looking, but the best performing. I mean, do you see like electric cars going down the highway made by Toyota and Honda and Chevy and others? Are those a car you'd like to drive? I mean, I know it's a matter of individual taste, but when you see a Tesla, and I know a lot of people don't like the shape of a Tesla, I would I would prefer a Tesla over other electric cars that I see a hundred times out of a hundred. By the way, Ford. That new Mustang electric vehicle, that ain't a Mustang. That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Haven't seen it. Oh, it's it looks like an SUV. It's big and bulky. It's not a Mustang. Way to kill your brand. Uh, these questions will continue to come, I hope, although you never know when the mainstream media buys into the uh, narrative. Here are a few White House reporters yesterday asking Jen Psaki questions you and I would like to ask. Is the supply of oil so important that it's acceptable to cut deals in some cases with countries that may have engaged in unsavory actions in the past. Is it really worth doing business with a despot like Nicolas Maduro to drive down gas prices? Can you guys think that asking Saudi Arabia or Venezuela or Iran is reducing our dependence on foreign oil? Those are fair questions. She lies her way around them all the time, of course, talks about how, oh, this is a unfair narrative that we're stifling the production of domestic oil. Oh, and then on the other hand, she will occasionally admit the quiet part out loud, which will say, yeah, I do think it's better that we convert to green energy and electric cars than mitigate against world oil prices from countries that hate us. 